Welcome back to the Straight Buckets Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Raihan. All right, so getting into today, we're going to talk about a number of things. First off, we're going to probably start with the NBA draft. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, the first five picks and then any other big picks we could see. Um, we're Celtics fans, so we'll talk about the the Aaron Naismith pick as well. And then um, we'll move on to the recent trades, the Chris Paul one to the Suns, which was the rumor we talked about last week. So we won't have to talk too much about that one. And then other trades that have happened as well. Basically all revol- uh, revolving around the Thunder. Um, and then and then we will talk about the Clay Thompson injury. Yikes. So, uh, Rahan, get us started. Starting. All right. There's a lot to talk about. So, yeah, I'll start off with the draft. So, top five picks of this year's draft. Number one, Timberwolves, we had Anthony Edwards. Number two, uh, we had James Wiseman to Warriors. Number three, we had LaMelo Ball to the Hornets. Number four, we had Patrick Williams to the Bulls. And number five, we had uh, Isaac Okoro. Uh, Isaac Okoro to the Cavs. Yes. Yep. So, right. what, are, what are your thoughts on these picks, Matt? Let's start with number one. Um, Tim Wolves getting Anthony Edwards. Perfect. I think he's probably the best player in the draft, like just skill wise. Mm-hmm. Um, one one of the best. Um, I think that the main questions concerning him are his um love for the game, his love for the game, and um his passion towards playing because it appears that he doesn't have much passion towards playing basketball anymore. So. That could result in like a short career or just him not caring. And if he's yeah. not caring, that's problematic. Yeah, because I feel like they don't want another guy like Andrew Wiggins who has all that talent, has like all that skill, but he doesn't have like the passion to actually go forward with yep. it. Yep. And I feel yep. like with that with Anthony Edwards though, it seems like he does want to do something related to basketball in the future. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> like yeah, he's he's a freak athlete. If you've seen him play, uh, he, he's a guy who can drive down the lane and can dunk on your best player. Yeah. Um, and he has the ability to shoot, and that's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. With, like, it's not outstanding, but it'll get better. I feel like I feel like on the Timberwolves with a guy like Dilo, who's a playmaker, and a guy like Cat, who really just stays in the paint most of the time. You need a guy like Anthony Edwards, who is like a versatile scorer. Scorer. I, I just want to point out, Cat doesn't stay in the paint. Yeah, um, but I feel like like nine threes a game. That that's true. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like he's he does stay in the paint. Yeah, a lot of other times. All the other times, he's also. I, I think I think for them, the only two picks that make sense are Anthony Edwards or Lamelo, because even though they have, um, even though they do have D'Lo, um, having a secondary ball handler would only make D'Lo better, and vice yeah. versa to allow them to play off ball as well. So. I feel I feel like didn't want to go with two different ball handlers though because exactly. they want to just focus on D'Lo for the future. They want to keep D'Lo. They want to build around D'Lo and Cat, and the best way to build around D'Lo and Cat would be Anthony Edwards. Yeah. All right, pick number two, James Wiseman. So I think this is a really good fit for Warriors. Uh, obviously, they really needed a big like a big man, and James Wiseman, in my opinion, he's the most talented. Probably gonna end up being the best player out of this draft. I would he, that. He's an excellent finisher. He's an amazing rim defend, rim protector, and he's what seven foot one, and he's like he's a powerhouse, absolute powerhouse. He's probably gonna be the best center in the league 
give like five or six years. I think he can be a top center in the league. I don't know if I'd say best just yet because we do got to add in. He has Jokic. the potential. Though. Jokic is only 25, but he think, definitely has I the do, potential. I think he has the potential to be a top center in the NFL. NFL, yep. <laughs> NBA. In the NBA. Um, he can shoot. He can shoot with the best of them among centers, like just shooting the three. And like, I think that's the perfect fit for them. I think that it was more of a perfect fit before Clay went down. Yeah. But um, still, putting a guy like Wiseman next to Steph, next to Draymond, next to even Wiggins, like, that's just going to, he's going to help space the floor for Draymond and Wiggins. And then with a nice, like, with the floor spaced, Wiggins will be able to do more. And then Steph is just going to be Steph. Steph is going to put up 25 a night, Mm -hmm. if not more. Even without uh, without Clay next season, I feel like they still will benefit tremendously from having Wiseman. Yep. Because obviously you have Steph back, and I feel like they actually have a purpose next season. Where as like last season, it was just we're gonna develop the young guys, top pick, yeah, yeah, and get the top pick or take a break. Yep. So yeah, they might not be as good as what they could have been with Clay. They're not gonna go seventy three and nine or nothing, but I still think this is a fifty five plus win team. Yeah, this is definitely a playoff team. Yeah, least. I think I think this is at least I'd say a top. I mean, the West is stacked, and you're gonna have Phoenix now fighting yeah. for the playoff spots too. But yeah. you're the Thunder probably won't be fighting for a playoff spot as much as last year. And with all the stuff with the Rockets, we don't know if they will. So the Warriors are almost certain to be a playoff team. Hmm. Yeah. And also, okay, actually, we should go on to number three. Okay, I'll let you start this one out because I know you're a big LaMelo Ball guy. <laughs> yeah, so number three, we got LaMelo Ball to the Hornets. Um, at first, I was a little bit like, you know, this isn't a good idea to have Mel on the Hornets because they have so many guards. But I'm like, they don't have, like, an actual star anymore ever since they traded Kemba. Like, they have, what, the... Um, they have Devontae Graham. Devontae Graham, yeah. He's, like, their best player. But I feel like he won't be, like, that guy. More as he's just the guy that... He's, like, um, Eric Pascha for the Warriors last year. He's just, like, the guy that's, like, there. That's um, cool. I don't think he'll be, like... I don't know. I think if you star. look at Devontae Graham... I don't think he'll be a star, but if you look at his passing ability along with his ability to shoot the ball and his ability to finish at the rim, I think that he's going to be a very good point guard in the NBA or shooting guard, like, I think him and LaMelo would actually play perfectly alongside each other because mm. he's, Devontae Graham's a little undersized, and LaMelo Ball is 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, he just has to... 6'8". He's 6'8 now? Yeah. You just have to focus on... He just has to improve his defensive ability, and it's there. He has the length, he has the width, like, the length, the height. He just and has to improve He has the potential, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um... If like with that, he's just gonna add to Devontae Graham, and they can play alongside each other. I think, and they'll play really well. They have PJ Washington, who's just gonna help space the floor. They had like that team. I think they're gonna be because they surprised people last year. People thought they were gonna be the worst team in the league, and they still ended up winning close to thirty games. So mm-hmm. I think that they're just gonna. Um, with Lamelo, I think they'll just they're gonna win more games. I don't think they'll be a playoff team yet. Because they still don't have that guy, I think. I think they're hoping Lamelo can be that guy, though. I think he can be that guy. You know, just seeing his play in the, the NBL, he's an amazing playmaker. 
uh, you know, he, I feel like, I wouldn't say he's better than Lonzo, but he knows how to play against guys like Lonzo, where, like, he, he has a really high IQ, very high yeah. IQ. Yeah. Probably, he, probably one of the best IQs in the league, if I'm being honest with you, yeah. just because he's I'm, playing guys like Lonzo. My big so. thing with him is I just hope he can find his ability to knock it down because um, people don't really talk about the fact that he shot like 30-something percent from three in the NBL. And we mm-hmm. know he's a great shooter. We know he has that ability to shoot 40-plus. But he should not be shooting at a lower clip than Giannis. Yeah, that's true. I think that's hit that's hit hit that he he and I know he has the ability to shoot at forty percent, if not more. He so he just has to find that and then improve his defense. And he's gonna be the best probably the best from this draft, him or Wiseman. Yeah. If give, can, if can give, it a, yeah. give it a few years, he's probably gonna be like one of the top point guards in the league. Yeah, so. possibly. Oh, we'll see, yeah. Yeah, he might take a little bit longer to develop, but I think mm-hmm. by the time he's fully developed, he'll be like a top five point guard in the NBA, yeah. possibly higher. Like, yeah. he has the ability to be a top two point guard. Top, yeah, top sure. two. Right. Number four, Patrick Williams. This shocked literally everyone. No, I, I don't think a single person expected them to take Patrick <laughs> Williams. <laughs> I mean, as, as we were talking about earlier, he's, a, he's an awesome guy. But, yeah, it's kind of a questionable pick to have because, obviously, like, people, I feel like the Bulls don't even know what they need. <laughs> they already have, like, so many, like, good picks every year. They're just picking to pick. Yeah. But I think that they definitely could have got better guys than Patrick Williams. Like, Okenya. Yeah, they could have got Okenya, Okongwu. I mean, Onyeka, Okongwu. Onyeka. They could have got... Mm-hmm. Hell, they could have got Killian Hayes before him. They could have got Obi um, Toppin. Obi Toppin. They could have got Denny. Like, yeah. even Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton's a beast, by the way. Yeah. We'll probably end up talking about that pick because he's a beast. But, but yeah, I feel, I feel like for them, what they really needed was like a good bench big man. And I feel like that's what he is. Because he was six man of the year in his respective conference in college. Yeah, he's he's what he's like he's a six eight forward, right? Yeah, I think yeah. So he's he's a really good low post scorer. So I feel like that's what that's something they need too for the future. Yeah. So maybe in retrospect, it will be a good trade. Give it a yeah. One actually good. Yeah. Definitely, I think it has the ability to be. Yeah. And then the last one, we're definitely well. We'll talk about other ones too. But the next, uh, the fifth pick, the Cleveland Cavaliers selected Isaac Okoro. Okoro, um, he's a really good defender, like really good. He will guard your best player, and yeah. that's what they needed alongside Darius Garland and Colin Sexton because neither of those guys are above average defenders at all, and they needed someone like that alongside. And then they, they still have they have oh actually some stuff with Kevin Porter just happened the other day, but um, didn't he get arrested for a gun charge or something? Oh really? Yeah, know. pretty sure Damn. I heard that. <laughs> well, it's good they drafted him then. Yeah, but he's Isaac Akuro kind of in a way reminds me of Jonathan Isaac. Like um a forward who can guard one through five. Um, I feel like Jonathan Isaac's a better defender. Oh, Jonathan Isaac is definitely a better defender, but I'm I'm talking like raw potential, just coming oh, out yeah, of, yeah. coming out of college. 
they, he's really good defender. Um, Jonathan Isaac didn't have the jumper that he has now going into like coming into the league. So I think that um, to say his most accurate, like um, who he could be is Jonathan Isaac. And it just so happens they both share Isaac as <laughs> their name. It's already written. Yep. But yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really f- feel any way with this pick. I feel like Cleveland just needs anyone at this point. Yeah. The, the one thing they don't need is guards. Yeah. They're already like good for guards. Maybe they can get better guard than Garland, but yeah. I think Garland has the ability to be good, but um, he has to show it, and he hasn't done that yet. Yeah. Um. All right, let's talk about the Celtics pick. Aaron Neesmith. Yep. What a great shooter that guy! I I I grade this an A plus pick, hundred yeah. percent. People were mad that we didn't take Cole Anthony. And I'm glad we didn't take Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony wouldn't fit on this team. He would he be. He's been like, on this team. He shoots so much. He's hella inefficient. Like yeah. I, I like, um, I like Cole Anthony as a player, but I don't think he would fit here, especially with all the point guards we have already. Like, and I mean that's why the Peyton Pritchard, the Peyton <laughs> Pritchard pick was a little interesting for me. Um. I didn't even that, know who this guy was. I, I knew who he was. Like, he was okay, but I don't think he was as good as Trey Jones. Um, I don't think – I think that there were other um, guys we could have taken, but I guess he's – I guess I was reading earlier that he's, like, a proven winner. And um, so maybe that's what we're going for. We need winners, and I agree with that. A team like mm-hmm. us need winners, and if he can, if he fights for a spot on this team, you know, I'm cool with that pick. Like, if he shows it, I'm cool. I'm not gonna hate on that pick. I I don't know where to grade it yet, but mm-hmm. but with yeah. the Neesmith pick, God, one point twenty three points per game on fifty percent shooting from three while taking eight attempts a game. Like what? That's that's crazy. That's unheard of. You don't shoot 50% on eight attempts a game, dude. It just doesn't happen. The Celtics are ranked 29th out of 30 when it comes to bench scoring. Yep. And having this guy come off the bench this season is going to help the team so much. Yep. It's just, I can't put it to words. Yep. And I'm a big believer in Romeo. So I think having the two of them yeah. off the bench is going to help. I, I, I'm a big believer in Romeo. He played with injury. He was injured a lot of this season. Um, mm-hmm. that we just played. He's proven he can be a defender. Like, he's proven he's a good defender. He just needs to work on um, his shooting. And I think that's just because of the, the surgery he just had on his thumb. Yeah. I think that's why his shooting was It wasn't good. a good, good year for him, but I think I he think, does have the ability to be the player he like was in high school and even college. If I'm the Celtics, there's one of two things – that we need to happen. We need to either trade for Miles Turner or find a way to sign Aaron Baines. I want, I want one of them too. I want one of them too. If we don't get one of them too, then I don't, I don't know if I trust Tice to be the starting center again. Yeah. Like I like Tice. I think he's a good solid role player off the bench. I would love to have him come off the bench. Same. Play good defense, knock down the shots he takes. He's a really good pick and roll player. I just, I don't, trust his defense against good bigs but a guy like baines a guy like turner i trust their defense against dominant bigs 
not a ton more. I trust Baines more than Turner, but Turner's more likely to block shots, which we also need. We do not have good rim protection. Yeah. So. I feel like with, with Miles Turner, uh, that could be possible because I heard that like Gordon Hayward is like involved in a lot of trade yep. talks. Especially because I've heard that he wants to go back to his hometown of Indiana. So oh, we, could do like a, we could do like a sign and trade or like a get him to opt in. We should find that out if he opts in by five tonight. We'll find out if he opts in or not. So mm-hmm. if he opts out, that sucks for Celtics because then we get absolutely nothing for him. We lose him and got nothing in return. Yeah. Like, but with Aaron Bain, he's a free agent, right? Yep. So I think that could be more realistic. So we can like wave. I don't know. Enos I don't I don't know what we'd have to we'd have to trade in this canter. So yeah. his trade, but that he might he still might be involved in the Grizzlies trade last night. Oh yeah, we still That's haven't true. figured out what we're putting in that yet. But it would either be Vincent Poirier or an S canter. So it would suck to see Cantor go because he's such an awesome person. But I like Cantor. He's like a great. He's a great team guy. But Christ's sakes, he can't guard anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love to have him just as like another bench piece, but like a guy who doesn't really play. Sure. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and who right. knows? Maybe maybe Taco could level up next. <laughs> he could be our starting center. You got any other draft you want to talk about or you want to talk about the trades? Um, I think I'm gonna talk about the steal of the draft. And for me it's uh that's a Denny Avdija. At nine? Yeah, at nine. My still thought... the draft is Tyrese Halliburton at twelve. So explain That's also yours. A good one. Yeah. Explain yours. So Denny Afdija, if you guys don't know, he's the youngest Israeli league MVP at nineteen. Yep. Three time league Israeli league champion. He is an amazing defender, amazing playmaker, very, very close to like what Ben Simmons is as a rookie, or was as a rookie. And I feel like he should have been at least top four. And him going to nine is just something that I didn't really expect. Um, I guess, I guess he, he went to nine because he's from Israel. Like in another Rick Rand. I don't know if I'd say top four for Denny. No, I, would, I would say top four. Because well, the only the thing Bulls, maybe is the Patrick Williams pick. The Bulls could have used him. But I wouldn't have him above any of the guys who went in the top three. Oh, yeah, definitely. So... I'd say more more realistically, I'd say he was a top six pick. Should have been top yeah. six. But, top, top six picks, that's it. But, you know, still at nine. Same with Tyrese Halliburton, bro. He He's really good, like really talented. Mm-hmm. And I don't – I think that Tyrese Halliburton would have been um, a better pick than Killian Hayes, I think, for um, for Detroit. They're similar players, but um, – Tyrese Halliburton's just better. I still wouldn't sleep on Killian Hayes. I would not either. I think he's a beast. I mean, he's a terrible shooter, but he's an amazing defender and a really good playmaker, especially yeah. like pick and roll handling. He just so. sounds to me like young Ricky Rubio, who went above Steph Curry. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he's from he's from France, right? Killian Hayes. Yeah. And Ricky Rubio is from Spain. And just just because he's from France, people are comparing him to Tony Parker. I don't know. Tony Parker could shoot. <laughs> yeah. We never know. He could end up being like Oh, the, for sure. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Because mm-hmm. the league is just adapting 
there everyone can shoot now. And also we saw from a from a another Serbian guy who plays in a league that the Euro League is a lot harder. <laughs> so if we can get a guy like Luka Doncic in Killian Hayes, that'll be fun. Yeah. Not like not obviously not like Luka Doncic. I, but I know what you mean. Yeah, you play a guy who's underrated because he's from another country. Another like Jokic. Yep. Yeah. Jokic was underrated because he wasn't even sure if he wanted to play basketball. <laughs> but that's why. So he barely tried when he played in the Serbian league. Then he yeah. got here and he was like, all right, fine. I'll make it my job. Yeah. Now he's the best center in the NBA. Any other unexpected or steals? The only thing I'd say is the Tyrese Halliburton, and we kind of talked about that. So he can play He can play with the uh, De'Aaron Fox or behind him, and they still have no clue if De'Aaron Fox plans to stay, not this season, but like in the future or anything like that. So he's good to have with um, alongside De'Aaron until they figure out the whole De'Aaron Fox deal and like the whole everything with him. So he, De'Aaron Fox will still be there next year, obviously. But then he is an unrestricted. I mean, he's a restricted free agent, and um, if they really like Halliburton, they can choose to trade Fox before he's a unrestricted. I mean, before he's a free agent, or they can match any deal and then trade him, or they can figure out a way to get stuff for the Aaron. So I like the pick because the two of them can definitely coexist, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. And he was the best player on the board. It just kind of expe- unexpected they fell so low. Exactly. I, I would have put him as a top 10 pick. On the draft board, he was like top 5, wasn't he? Probably. Yeah. I, w- I was thinking like top 10 at least. Probably top 7 is where he should have yeah. went. But hey, they would. I was I was praying he fell to 14. I was praying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he didn't, so... Mm. What are your thoughts on uh, Nico Nico Mannion going to Warriors? Dude, again, the Warriors draft so good. Like the Warriors are one of the best drafting teams in the NFL. Why do I think the NFL? NFL. In the NBA. They drafted they drafted um (coughs) Steph, they drafted Clay, they drafted Draymond, they drafted Harrison Barnes, they drafted just from last year's draft, um, Jordan Poole had flashes, they drafted Eric Pascal, they draft like They drafted James Wiseman this year. They just got Nico Mannion, who um, probably should have went higher. I mean, yeah, definitely. Like he was a year ago, he looked really good. Everyone was talking he about him. He had a poor college season, I believe. But yeah. even with that, to get him at forty-eight, steal. Mm-hmm. Unless he just sucks, then it hey, would steal. But he could be the starter that replaces Clay Thompson. <laughs> Probably not yet. <laughs> New Splash Bros. The redhead and Steph. Not Jordan Poole and Steph. Jordan Poole sucks at shooting. <laughs> I like Jordan Poole, though. Yeah. All right. There's one trade I specifically want to talk about. What's Imagine that? your contract being so bad. That they have to add a first round and a second round pick with you just to get Danny Green. That contract sounds terrible. His name is Al Horford. Oh. Big Al. <laughs> I'm the still legend. a fan. I will always love Big Al. But Yeah, me too. But he's a snake. 
I wouldn't call him a snake. I I mean, he got more money from them. Nothing wrong with that, you know. Yeah. He never it's talked so- bad about Boston either. Like he could have. Philly fans wanted him to. He never did. I I still like Al. He just hey, I mean, a lot I mean, of money, a lot of money for Al though. If Al got bought out and we had a mid-level exception or something, mm. you kidding me? I'd take Al in a heartbeat. That would be nice. If he got bought out, like I'd love to. He's a great defender, even now at his old age. Yes, he would fill that center role we need, but I doubt it would happen. So Miles Turner or Aaron Baines, come to Boston, please. Um, in, in that trade, though, like. I like how Philly's adding a ton of shooters now. I do too. Yep. That's one thing they were lacking, they Seth- lacking at tremendously. They added Seth Curry as well. Yeah. So having like those type of like catching shooters in the team. Yep. That will. That's just great for Ben Simmons and his play style. Exactly. Also, he too. needs shooters. Yeah. And I also love um, the Thunder. Everything the Thunder are doing, dude. Sam Presti's a goat. Sam Presti might. It have to be the best GM. I want to I say mean, Danny I, Ainge. Executive. I want to, but Danny Ainge hasn't done much since the... Like, he's drafted well and stuff. But he hasn't yeah. done well with trades, really, since the... Or done any, like, big trades since the, the Nets Just one. Kidding. And then the the Nets one. And then the um, Kyrie trade. I wouldn't even call the Jason Tatum one a huge trade. Because if the Sixers had, de- had declined that, he still would have taken Tatum one. Like, he knew he wanted Tatum, not Markel, so... He still like, finessed them so hard for more. Well, actually, isn't the pick we used this year to get Naismith the pick we got from that deal? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure the Memphis, or was that the Kings pick? No, that might have been I, the Kings pick. I thought it was Memphis or Kings, but... I think it was Kings, and then the Kings pick ended up being a lot. It was lottery protected or whatever. So oh. then we got the Memphis pick in exchange, like, instead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. what the trade was. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, we talked about Chris Paul's trade earlier. We talked about that during the rumor. We can briefly touch on that for the people who didn't listen last week. So I believe it was Chris Paul and Abdel Nader for Ricky Rubio, uh, Kelly Oubre, Jalen LeCue, and then Ty Jerome. And yep. the first round pick in the future. Yep. Both teams win 100%. I agree 100%. You had a guy like Chris Paul to the Suns. You're not only helping like Devin Booker stay, you're also helping guys like DeAndre, DeAndre Eaton. Eaton. You're helping Bridges. Yep. You're helping everyone on the bench. Like Chris Paul Devin is just Holland's that guy. Develop. Yep. And then with the, the Thunder, Thunder, they're just adding more assets to their Thunder can do no wrong. Yeah. They were caught in that weird position where, like, sure, they were good enough to make the playoffs, but they weren't doing anything. And now they get to add to their already bajillion picks in the next like ten drafts. They yeah. add more. Like now they have a bajillion and five picks <laughs> in the next ten drafts. Like, dude, at at one point they should just trade all the picks they currently have to try to get all thirty picks in the same draft. <laughs> like, they could they, do it. They should. They're probably gonna try trading all their picks for like Giannis, a star. Just watch. I don't know if it'd be Giannis, but like a super next time a superstar, like super superstar demands out, mm-hmm. they have they're one of the teams that could get them. Whoever hit the, the whole collection. Dude, they have enough picks to friggin' they have enough picks to draft, you know, they can draft seventh graders right now. 
<laughs> they have they have other teams' picks where seventh graders are the dudes they'll be drafting. Like that is wild. They can draft Bryce James, bro. <laughs> Just imagine that. That'd be crazy. But yeah, both teams win hundred percent. Yep. And there aren't really other big trades that happen. I mean, there was a Drew Holiday one. The Drew Holiday one. That's a big trade for. Yeah. Um, I mean, they I traded. Have... Yeah, you go, you go. So yeah, they tra- they traded uh, they traded Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. George Hill and DJ Wilson, right? Yep. For Drew Holiday, three first. Oh, they also traded three first round picks, right? Oh, I don't know. I yeah, they traded they traded three first round picks, George Hill and Drew Holiday for Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. Wait, oh. For Drew Holiday, you mean? Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, <laughs> three first round picks for Drew Holiday. Okay. My brain just did a whole backflip. So yeah. this trade is crazy good. So the Bucks traded a lot, for sure. Yeah. But if they want to win now, Drew Holiday is a much better version of Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. And yeah. like, Drew Holiday, Eric Bledsoe is a good defender, 100%. But Drew Holiday is a better defender. I don't care what the all-defensive team last year said. Drew Holiday is a better defender. When guys mm-hmm. like Dame and other NBA All-Stars are telling you that Drew Holiday is the hardest defender they've ever had to face, I think you take mm-hmm. their word for it. <laughs> so, yeah, 100%. And then, so that's huge for them. And I, I think right now, they're just so focused on keeping Giannis. Because obviously, yeah. like he, there's talks of him going to the Heat next season. So... Yeah, like having uh, giving all those picks, it seems like a bad idea at first. But you gotta keep in mind that if they keep Giannis, it's worth it. It's worth a hundred all the time. If Giannis leaves, if Giannis leaves, those picks are gonna be valuable, more valuable. So then it might not be worth it. But this is all an effort to get him to stay. So I like the trade for both sides. It's a really good defensive trio. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, they don't really have a good bench now, but they can fix that. By signing some players for sure they still yeah. have a decent bench yeah but i mean they have i think Pat losing dante divincenzo was a big deal but pat connaughton is a bucket pat connaughton wait when did they lose dante they lost him, lost him in another trade I forget. Are you ta- oh you're talking about the bogdanovich one yeah that trade Bogdan. didn't go through it didn't nope oh what happened because um, Bogdanovich is a free agent this year, so it would have been like a sign-in trade, and he never agreed. So. Oh, damn. Yeah. So cool. DiVincenzo is still off the bench. That's good. That's where that... DJ Wilson was inv- involved in. That's the yeah. he was involved in. But it it's... didn't go through. I thought giving up Dante was a bad idea because he could end up being like a really good defender for them. Exactly. An overall player with them. And he's a, he's a good player. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for news in the league. This All right. Well, that's it for um, that's it for this week's episode. Please come back next week for our Thanksgiving edition. Um, we're gonna talk about all other news that happens, and then also, you know, give NBA themed things we're thankful for. We also might have a special guest. Might Stay have tuned. a special guest. Stay tuned. All right. Peace. Follow us. Follow us on TikTok at Straight Pod. Follow, follow us on Instagram. Follow on Instagram, Straight Buckets Pod. 
follow Matt on Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. Oh, yeah, so Twitter. Follow Matt. It's Matt Hanlon 11 on Twitter. Give and it a follow. Share this with your friends. We need more f- followers. We need more people watching this. We want to be the number one basketball podcast on Spotify in the world. All right. All right, so guys. we'll put the the links in the description. Please give it a follow. Peace. See you later.